Um, they're mine. I didn't tell the staff I was recording this podcast, so if they don't like it, um, they can record their own episode and leave butt uh, or say what they want. And so they can do their own episode of Is This Thing On to talk about what I'm going to talk about. So one thing I want to start off with is that I'm really proud of the organization in that for its size and its demographic, we have a wide range of diversity from races, backgrounds, ages, religions, worldviews. You know, we have, you know, members of, in staff members of different religions. We have people of different ages, from teenagers to people in their 80s that come here. So for a, a suburban town on the South Shore, I'm really thrilled with the, you know, wide range of diversity that we have here of people that work here, people that produce content, partners of ours. It's a really great thing. Um, a phrase we've heard a lot about these days is cancel culture. And MCTD does not have a cancel culture. We are the medium. We give people the facilities, the equipment, the know-how to create content and say how they feel. Um, we don't tell them what they can and can't say. And when they say something that's different to social norms, we don't cancel them. You can't get kicked out of MCTD for expressing your views on the air. You can get kicked out of MCTD for physical or verbal abuse to members, staff, or guests, you know, punching someone, you know, saying F you to someone in the hallways, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, and my, you know, also things like misusing the equipment, breaking stuff on purpose, or just, you know, throwing our equipment around, you know, that sort of stuff. So in my 12 years, you know, the only time I've actually, we've actually had to suspend a member um, is when they started verbally abusing a fellow member, telling them they were worthless when this person was volunteering their time to work on a show. Um, there's a reason why we put a disclaimer at the front of every program that says the thoughts and views of this program don't represent MCTD, and the producer of the program is responsible. There's been a lot of times in my career, especially in the early days of being the executive director of this organization, where I've had someone tell me I should have pulled a certain show or producer off the air because their thoughts and you know, opinions ran contrary to others. Uh, in fact, I once had a prominent person who held considerable sway over MCTV and its operations tell me I shouldn't film certain people when they went up to the microphone to ask a question or give an opinion on an article at a town meeting. I think my reply at the time to the person was my, you know, normal sarcastic. So what do you want me to do when they're up there? Cut to a tight shot of some, you know, town official picking their nose? So, I mean, and as you're probably aware, I didn't do what this person requested, uh, as it's fly out wrong. From an organizational perspective, our role in regards to government meetings is to help make government open and transparent. Uh, I look at us as being a video version of the meeting. Chris Lawn, legendary Chris Lawn, who was our original production manager, said it best when he said, you know, when people would complain, why do you let this person on the air? You need to get rid of them. You know, Chris would say, if you don't like what someone's yelling about, yell louder and drown them out. Um, if you don't like being said, you got options. You can change the channel. You have the power to do that. Now when people watch things on their computers or tablets, they can just the swipe or a click, change it. Or, and this is the best one, come in, become a member, learn how to produce programming, and give yourself an equal and potentially better platform to fight against what you don't like. Unfortunately, as a society, we don't do that. Instead, we act like a child whose toy breaks and goes crying to mom or dad to fix it instead of trying to fix it ourselves. The 
concept of the child with the broken toys seen in today's society and goes further than that basic concept. When something breaks, we want someone else to fix it, or we want that toy to be possibly, you know, that could be fixed, thrown in the trash, and a new and better toy be put in its place. And just like the child, we don't look in the mirror and wonder if we're responsible for breaking the toy. This leads to, you know, what I want to talk about in the current social climate, two events that took place on opposite sides of the street this past July in Marshfield. During a sunny, during a very sunny summer afternoon on a Sunday, say that very quickly, three times fast, we had one side of the street, you know, supporting Black Lives Matter and the other side of the street supporting Back the Blue, the pro-police group. Now, it was my fiance that actually started making me think about this. Um, if you were to put her on the political spectrum, you know, I would say she's definitely more center-left. You know, she reads the Huffington Post, and while she doesn't watch cable news, you asked her to put on a reliable you know, cable news channel, uh, she'd put on CNN. So she drove past these options, you know, these two sides, and then later said to me, she goes, you know, why can't we support the police and say Black Lives Matter? And really, those two rallies, protests, gatherings, whatever you want to call them on opposite sides of the road, symbolize the extremism in society today. You know, we've allowed ourselves to be put in these extreme positions in life that you're either one or the other, and your side is virtuous, and the other side is morally corrupt. We can say, yes, black lives matter, just like the lives of Hispanic, Asian, white, whatever ethnicity you want to throw in there matter. And it's important to support police as they not only enforce the law and arrest those who commit crimes, but also work to prevent crime and allow us to live in the safe community which we live in. So what happened in Minnesota with George Floyd was horrific, but the answer is not to defund or abolish the police. There's a lot of great cops, and there's a few bad cops. Just like in any other profession, there's a lot of great people, and there's a few bad apples. So when teachers do something wrong, we don't call to defund education or abolish the school system. I know it's a very apples and oranges comparison, as we don't have an issue of teachers you know, brutally you know, hurting or killing people, but you get what I'm saying. For those calling for the abolishment or defunding of police, you might not like what could happen, and you may want to learn more about the power some police unions have. So if you're politically active and you want to defund the police, Take a look at the con campaign contributions of that politician you love and see if they've taken funds in the past from police unions. There's a good chance that the backing of a police union is the reason why your favorite person is able to get elected. Also, it's quite possible that police unions have too much power. For those demanding justice, well, we have a judicial system. It's working, and it's going to work in this situation. I don't see how this cop is going to get away with this. He's most likely going to spend the rest of his life in jail, or a good amount of it. The incidents on tape. Instead of screaming about injustice, take a step take a take a step back and learn about how this judicial system works. We have a judicial system in America. Learn about due process. Learn about where the burden of proof rests in a case. Most importantly, what's the definition of murder and manslaughter and the varying degrees of it? What I'm seeing out there right now is a lot of virtue signaling, and I mean very heavy, heavy, heavy virtue signaling, and social media has created this monster. People are, you know, competing to more, be more virtuous than everyone else. 
I want to ask those who are posting things on social media or holding signs, what actions are you taking and what are the results you wish to see? If you're saying, I want to create awareness, great. But awareness without action is worthless. What is your goal? What are the actions you are taking to achieve your goal? Are you willing to do something besides post things on social media and promote your name at the sake of a cause? And this brings me to two things. Several years ago, there was a terrorist attack in France. I believe it was the incident where someone drove a truck into a crowd. I think it's that one. You saw people changing their temporary Facebook profile photos to these you know, French tricolor items. Um, and then someone you know, in reply post, you know, posted, I think it was a cartoon of Ralph Wiggum holding a French flag saying, I'm helping. And that just really summed up. It's saying, it's saying like, by posting that, you're not helping. You know, awareness without action means absolutely nothing. Or when people say, I want to create a dialogue. Okay, so you have the floor. Now say what you want. But when we leave the room, we better have an action plan and know what everyone's role is in that plan. It's just like in business. When you have a meeting, you better leave the meeting with a plan, and everyone has to understand what their role they're going to play in you know, executing that plan. For those that I think are doing some really, really heavy virtue signaling, why does it take the murder of George Floyd for you to be outraged? Why weren't you shouting, posting, holding signs, saying you know, about the Black Lives Matter issue when there have been long-standing issues in the African-American community? Issues such as black high school dropout rates being higher than whites and Asians and other ethnicities. The high African-American murder rate from, from – um, I'm looking at this data right here – from January 1st, 2010 to July 8th of this year, 4,374 African Americans were murdered in Chicago. Think about that. In a 10-year span almost, a little over 10 years, 4,374 African Americans were murdered in Chicago. At the same time, the second largest murder group was Hispanics. The number, 785. Massive difference between those two numbers. Also, why are you outraged about black unemployment rates being higher compared to other races? Also, black incarceration rates are higher than other races in the high number of African-American families that are single-parent families. Why does it take a person like George, George Floyd getting killed by a bad cop to suddenly say black lives matter? Where have you all been when all these issues aren't things that have just suddenly appeared and happened? Unfortunately, they've been that way for years. And they're horrible. They're really bad. And why aren't you outraged about them? And if you're thinking electing Joe Biden or reelecting Donald Trump is the solution to everything, you're out of your mind. Maybe because it's so easy to virtue signal and say this is horrible and point a finger at one group and say it's all your fault. Whereas in all the other situations I mentioned above, all those items that require, require real work aren't solved with the wave of the magic wand no matter how extreme that wand is. So instead of using your time to hold a sign or post something on social media, use your time and your social currency. Look up the phrase social currency. There's a great book called Bowling Alone, which uses that phrase and defines it. Use that time you know, in social currency to do things that can actually help combat those issues. Now I want you to be warned they're not glamorous and they may cost you time and likes on social media. Remember, actions speak louder than words. Do things like volunteer at, after, at an after-school or youth program for underprivileged or at-risk at risk kids. 
Work on programs to help those at risk of dropping out of high school or tutor or work with someone who's looking to get their GED. Help with job and vocation training programs. Help people how to interview, write resumes, you know, things of that nature. Similar to these very pro-police people, if you really want to back the blue, if you really want to, work to get rid of bad cops. Work to make it so it's easier to punish cops who abuse their power so good cops are able to do their job. If we look at the cop in Minnesota, he had a laundry list of complaints. You have to work to make sure a guy like that gets fired before he hurts or kills someone. Most importantly, if you really want to make an impact, do the least sexiest thing of all. Get involved with local government. It's the easiest way to get involved, involved and make an actual impact. So how many of you can name the structure of your local government and the people involved in it? If you have issues with the police, do you know who creates and approves the police budget? How is the police budget spent? And who negotiates the contract between the, with the police union? Have you ever been to a government meeting of any kind, a select board meeting, a town meeting, a zoning meeting? Have you ever tried to get on a board or a committee or even run for office? It's so easy to virtue signal on social media and throw stones when you don't like something in your community instead of actually being active and engaged and doing real work. So that's really what I wanted to say today. Uh, if you really want to make a change, put down the phone, the sign, roll up your sleeves, and get involved. Um, and once again, these are my thoughts. You know, these are just things that have been on my mind for a while, and I was thinking, you know, what a perfect platform to get up but the, the podcast that we do here. And if there's a staff member that disagrees with me or wants to say something, add something, feel they're more than welcome to, you know, do their own episode of Is This Thing On? And if there's a person in town that, you know, disagrees or wants to, you know, say something about it, they can come on in, learn how to be a member. We will gladly teach them how to use the podcasting equipment, and they can create their own podcast. So I want to thank everybody for listening that's still listening now, and I appreciate it. And also thank you for everything you do in the community and supporting MCT. Thank you.